And welcome to it. Happy Friday. Friday, Luya to you. Yes, it's March 31st, and I said Friday, Luya to you. And you're saying, Mike, how in the hell can you say Friday, Luya? The morning after Donald Trump's been indicted. First time a former president has ever been indicted. Well, I think we all know. This is all politically motivated. I even think Joe Biden knows and Kamala Harris knows. Neither one will comment. The administration not commenting on what obviously is a political move. A political move from a Manhattan district attorney who doesn't care about the law, doesn't care about protecting the citizens, is not enforcing the laws, but he is using the power of his office to indict Donald Trump. Hmm. We don't know all the details yet. It has not been unsealed. It is believed Mr. Trump will show up in Manhattan next week, probably Tuesday. Does that mean Donald Trump told uh, Alvin Bragg, see you next Tuesday? I hope so. I hope he used that exact phrase because we all know what it means. Donald Trump to be fingerprinted. Then they take a mug shot. I hope they don't do a uh, handcuffing of Mr. Trump. It's totally unnecessary and based on how New York City has not been enforcing the laws for so long. It's completely unnecessary. But then again, the whole thing is unnecessary, so I wouldn't put it past him. Mr. Trump, when he's uh, photographed for the mugshot, will likely take that photograph sign copies and use it to fundraise. And why shouldn't he? The mainstream media is going to use it. They'll put it on every channel, on every newspaper and magazine. The Democrats are going to put it inside of every campaign ad against any Republican running. It's going to happen. So why shouldn't Donald Trump use it? He will. And, um... Joe Biden has done something he promised us in his inauguration. Remember he said he was going to unite the country? Well, he divided the country left and right. He's done that very successfully. But then this move has united Democrats. They're all happy about it. Most of them. I'd say probably 95%. And he has united Republicans who had been starting to break away from Donald Trump. People who support the rule of law, people who believe in the Constitution, people who believe that we have a nation of laws, not lawlessness. So, good job, Joey. Really good job. You have solidified Mr. Trump's base, and you've brought in some of the wandering souls I'm not going to spend too much time on it because there are other things I want to point out to you. I think there are things that we need to pay attention to because this is a distraction. We are going to be told that this is very important, but I think this is a distraction from what's actually going on around the world. What am I talking about? Well, I'll give an example and then I'll give you a little more of the Trump stuff. I believe this is all about timing. Why did this happen after we were told it was going to be a month? Yeah, yesterday I was here saying, hey, the uh, grand jury told us they're not going to meet for a month. And then, boom, 
that same day, that same afternoon, the indictment is handed down. Was it because there was an alarming rise in uh, the coverage of some stories that could be very troubling to Democrats? Is it because the manifesto of the mass murderer from Nashville was about to be released and it might show an attack, a planned attack on Christians and also a planned attack that was averted because security at one school the shooter wanted to go after was just too much and that fights against the left's argument? Was it a planned distraction from the news that the January 6th shaman was released early? And isn't that a coincidence? There aren't any coincidences, especially when you consider how close it was to the release of the videotapes, the security tapes, the ones that Tucker Carlson showed that were proof that the shaman did not attack the Capitol. In fact, he was ushered into the Senate And he prayed as the police stood by and thanked God for their help. Is that part of the reason for the distraction? Or is it because we are in deep trouble economically? Speaker McCarthy has been asking the president to sit down with him for months now. To sit down and talk about our our debt ceiling and how we can reach an an agreement that Biden keeps saying he's willing to talk, but he's not. Kevin McCarthy actually held a little press event yesterday where he explained that Biden has been dodging him. We have been reasonable, responsible, asked to sit down with the president for months. He is making the decision that he wants to put the economy in jeopardy. I don't know what more I can do and how easy. I would bring the lunch to the White House. I would make it soft food if that's what he wants. It doesn't matter. What- yeah, that's a, actually a pretty good joke from Kevin McCarthy. I'm happy to hear that. Is yesterday's indictment a way to distract our attention from the economy? Is yesterday's indictment a way to distract from the fact that America is losing standing around the world? Yesterday. Yesterday in Kenya. The president, Williams Ruto, issued a warning that the mainstream media does not seem to be covering. A warning that you have to think about this because this is a huge, huge story. The dollar, our dollar, has been the reserve currency for the world for so long. It means when business is done, countries use the dollar because it's a stable currency. China and Russia have been working against that now forever. The Ukraine war gave Russia a leg up trying to get rid of the use of the dollar. And China's push all over the world to get people to switch to its currency, the yuan, which is a highly manipulated currency by their government. That, uh, that push is starting to take root. As I mentioned yesterday, just just one African leader, Kenya's President Williams Ruto, issued a warning to people in countries who are using the dollar. Listen. Uh, For the people who work numbers, I am giving you free advice that those of you who are holding dollars, 
you certainly might go into losses. There are people laughing when this guy says, those of you who are holding dollars are certainly going to losses. Think about that. This is Kenya. This is not a tiny island nation. This is Kenya. This guy had more to say on this. Better. You better uh, do what you must do because uh, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. Now, today is the 31st of March. Let's look ahead a couple of weeks. What's coming up? Let's visit this again in about 10 days to see how many other countries are starting to de-dollarize. China has told the Saudis that they will only buy oil from them using their currency and no longer will use dollars. It's a little more than disturbing. So did this indictment get pushed on everyone because of this twist? Or is that just a, a, one of the pieces? What else is going on? We have the border crisis. We have, again, a, a reporter who was captured by the Russians, jailed by Russians because they claim he's a spy. Two days after he wrote a column saying that the Russian economy was in bad shape. Is that why this indictment of Donald Trump happened? Is it about the uh, trans movement's push for a day of vengeance that apparently has been canceled? It was supposed to be tomorrow in Washington, D.C. Hmm. I wonder. Are the narratives that the left has been foisting upon us for so long coming apart, and so they have to distract with the indictment of Donald Trump? It's a little surprising, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But then again, they are desperate, in my opinion. The left are desperate. They are flailing. With the committees in the House starting to open up a whole bunch of information and files, we're seeing that the left has to do something to distract. For example, this morning over on uh, Morning Joke on MSNBC, they're trying to now tell us that we can't say the phrase Soros-backed, that that is an anti-Semitic statement. This was Joe Scarborough today. He can't help himself. Ron DeSantis embarrassed himself by saying he was going to fight extradition charges like he has any say. I mean, again, one more Republican that really just doesn't give a damn about the Constitution of the United States. Uh, and, of course, you got to you, 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 you gotta just... What's this line? Look at the Soros back. No, it's just Jews. They're attacking Jewish international bankers. It's what anti-Semites have been doing for hundreds of years, attacking Jewish international bankers. Soros is a convicted currency manipulator. But now we're not allowed to use Soros backed as a phrase because we're told that's that's anti-Semitic. These people are ridiculous. These people are dangerous. Unbelievable. You got to wonder, is it one thing or is it all the things? I have a tendency to think it's so many of these things. Let's give you one more statement on the indictment. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Again, we're being inundated by the reports of this. And why not? It's big stinking news. It's the first time in our history. Last night, Mark Levin appeared on Sean Hannity's show. And I want to give you a little bit of this because this was Levin at his best and unfiltered. Every Republican in the country, every conservative in the country, I don't care what kind of conservative you are, we must circle the wagons and defeat the Democrat Party, their DAs in Manhattan, Atlanta, 
their special counsel in Washington. These cases that they're bringing in Democrat cities with Democrat grand juries, with Democrat judges, with Democrat uh, juries. This is a battle where the Democrat Party has now dragged the country into tyranny. That is what they've done. They want to change the election rules so they can't lose. The borders are wide open. They don't enforce the law. They want to pack the Supreme Court. They want to pack the Senate. They've gone after Trump on the emoluments clause. They've gone after him on everything they possibly can. Now they want to decide who the Republican nominee for president will be. The Democrat Party is the party of profit. It's the party of Stalin. It doesn't believe that babies that are born should be protected after they're born, that it's a choice. This is a party that is out of control. Their DAs are out of control. Alvin Bragg should be disbarred. Rather than wringing our hands, let's take some action. Those statements from Mark Levin are spot on. Levin gets it. And he also points out some of the things I neglected to say, like the Democrats want to peck the Supreme Court. If they can do this, trust me, they'll try that. They want to also give statehood to D.C. so they can get two more senators, which will give them a permanent majority in the Senate. This is a dangerous path that the Democrats have wandered wandered onto. And we should maybe let them wander it. But we need to prepare for every eventuality. I know Trump's attorneys are going to fight. Trump's attorneys are going to really, really fight this. And that means they're going to be fundraising for it. Because why should Donald Trump have to defend himself against a government that has weaponized the entire Department of Justice against him? I have not donated to a political campaign in a long, long time. I'm... This close, I'm holding my thumb and forefinger together to donating to defend Donald Trump because ultimately you're defending America. Jason Whitlock, who is a um, former sports writer turned conservative columnist and conservative podcaster, was on with Tucker Carlson last night. Jason Whitlock with an admission yesterday. Point. Tucker, I don't say this with pride. I, I really don't. I, I'm just being factual. I've never voted. I, and so I'm not saying that with pride. I'm hardcore MAGA tonight. I'm, I'm har- I will be voting. I am hardcore MAGA. I've never voted. I, I did. You know, I observe Trump. I'm somewhat yeah. supportive of Trump. But they have made me MAGA. And they have made me ready for whatever is next because what they are building for young people... I can't I can't sit by and just let it happen without raising my voice. Good. Now vote, damn it. And, you know, whoever is running the blaze right now, how in the hell did you give this guy a show when he's never voted? Maybe that's inclusivity. I don't know. Just seems a little crazy to me. All right. We will get uh, Wendy Patrick in here, our attorney friend, Wendy Patrick in here eventually. Maybe over the weekend, there may be a follow-up podcast later today or tomorrow. I'm doing radio tomorrow night in Philadelphia. You can listen on uh, 1210 WPHD. And uh, Wendy Patrick's around. We'll talk about it. I'll get her take on this because I want to know how this grand jury process works and how they unseal the indictment. 
And does it mean anything when when Mike Pence reaches out and calls this indictment an outrage? Yeah, it means that uh, the party is uniting behind Trump. The other stories um, that I'm absolutely certain are getting buried by this, but we're going to keep talking about. Mayor Pete, the transportation secretary, he's got his hands full. There was another train derailment in uh, Minnesota yesterday, and he's not going to go because he doesn't want to get in the way. Or maybe he's staying in D.C. because his buddy, the uh, mayor of uh, Maryland City, is in trouble, indicted on 80 counts of child porn. Mayor Pete's buddy, a guy he was mentoring. Interesting. There was a, a great moment yesterday as AOC got mad when she realized she was standing inches away from the lady who is the um, founder of the libs of TikTok. 